Good evening, everyone. This is episode 27 of Enough is Enough. Now, what I'm going to do tonight, I didn't give you all my preview. Because this year, I decided to take a take and wait till the first quarter of the season was over on these boys and around the league. But let me tell you about the boys, okay? I'm going to tell you right now. I said this year, if they don't make the NFC Championship, it's a failed season. Garrett needs to get fired. That's the ultimatum. Make it to the NFC Championship or you're fired. And if that's not the ultimatum, I don't know what the hell is. Because we haven't even made the NFC Championship since 95. So, that's the first order of business. I told everybody that Kellen Moore was going to change the dynamic of this offense. As soon as we made that hire, I said, nice promotion. Everybody else said, what, Kellen Moore? Look, man, when you got a guy who was a coach's son in high school, Went to college, became the, the, the most, winning, most winningest quarterback in college history in an innovative offense. Makes it to the NFL, gets knowledge in a system, probably knows all along what he would do with certain plays in certain situations. He's ready for the job. Trust me, man, as a quarterback, if, 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 if you won a lot of games, you feel the game. You feel the situations where you need to do certain things. Kellen Moore was ready before y'all knew it. Now, what I did also like was the addition of John Kitna at quarterback coach. Because quite as it's kept, he was head coach out there. I think it was Waxahachie. So he's had to run a team. No matter, hey, when, when, when you're head coaching football in, in Texas in 6A, 5A, hell, even down to 4A, you know, you're running little businesses, okay? You're running businesses. And the model, the best model that I feel well, in, in any team setting, uh, especially in college, because college you have more turnover, you have faster turnover, is a yearly evaluation and analyzation, okay? So what Kellen Moore has already done, what, 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 the thing that has helped him is that he's had the same pieces, except he got the shiny new toy in Amari Cooper. So he already knew the offense back and forth. You know, they said that's why they, that I think he followed Linehan here from Detroit, I believe, or something like that. So he knew the offense back and forth, right? Now, what he said, if y'all listen, and it, but, but this is more football knowledge. Guys that know football knows, know exactly what he's talking about. He said, you don't have to have a new playbook. 
You don't have to have a new playbook. You can run f 50 plays out of one formation. He's like, but there's just different ways to get there. He didn't lead it. He didn't, he didn't lead anybody on. Then they see, you know, camp, camp was starting OTAs. They didn't really show much. They're like, you know, yeah, there's going to be motion. Training camp started. That's when they started with the motions. You know, my, my, my buddy Jeff Cavanaugh on 105.3 The Fan, he, 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 he's out there every year, and that's the first thing he said. And I already knew exactly why he did it. Okay, so from a quarterback standpoint and from an offensive standpoint, your job is to try to read the defense, right? So you're going into a situation and you're looking at tendencies. You watch all this film. You get all these percentages. Hey, when a team lines up in this formation – they line up in this X percentage times, X amount. So, so you get tendencies of what defenses like to do when you get in certain formations. What you do is you, your job is to get them into formations and, and, and conflicts that you dictate. You don't want them to dictate to you what you can do. It's all about, that's really what the game of football is about. Who can impose their will more to dictate what they want to do in the game? For the longest duration of time. Right? So, what he's doing is he's saying, hey, we're going to speed up the tempo. And we're going to do a lot more motion. Pre-snap motion. And the reason we're doing that is because, one, you're simplifying the defense. Simplifying the coverage. That's what, and number two, with the tempo, you're limiting, you're limiting substitutions, right? So if you run a lot of eleven personnel, if you're running eleven personnel and you're keeping eleven personnel going the whole time, and you're making them get up to the line, well then they can't sub that much, right? They can't sub that much. <laughs> they can't sub that much, right? So what that does is that limits substitution. So now you get to keep those guys on the field longer, get them tired on the drive. That's all he's done. Now, I'll tell you one damn thing. This last game against the Saints, I think Jason Garrett took, took, took the playbook back over. That looked like a classic Jason Garrett, Jason Garrett game. Classic Jason Garrett. Hey, let's run the ball. Let's, let, let's keep control of it. Let's try to, as long as we're in it, we're in it. You know, hey, he was probably clapping at halftime. We hadn't done nothing. He's clapping at halftime. And we come out and try to keep it close and stay in it to the last drive. That's what he does. To, to run nine, to run motion on nine plays. Now, granted, they didn't run a lot of plays, but to run motion only on nine tells me something was up. Something was up. I don't know what it was. But if you can't at least get me a touchdown and two field goals with that offense, then what the hell is going on? That didn't, that, that didn't look like a Kellen Moore game. It just honestly didn't, from my opinion. Because I play quarterback, and you're not going to go back to that base shit. That's not just what happens. You're not going back to the base-ish. Okay. 
That's that was that was that was simplified. I mean, Zeke was still getting his hundred yards out of the gun. Why, 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 why? Stay in the gun. Let's run pre-snap motion. And you should have the one thing. The one thing I don't know what happened. Now, if they're really saying we couldn't hear, we couldn't communicate. Okay, look, I played high school football in Texas. We ran the spread. Okay, we're the first ones in DFW that I can remember. That ran the offenses we run right now. This version. There, there was other spread passing attacks. But there were more Kelly, Jim Kelly shotgun, K-gun types. They weren't read option, you know, on the ball tempo. They weren't like that. We did that in 2000, okay? Now I'll tell you right now. Being a quarterback in that system. You're going to keep doing what you're doing. Okay. You're going to keep doing what you do. You do not revert back. Into just running the ball and hoping your running back breaks it. I think where they messed up, if this is true, what they said. They couldn't hear, right? Look, we had hand signals. We had four or five hand signals for every route. To where crowd noise wasn't a problem. Now, it wasn't a problem because they could hear me too. But when we, when we did, when I checked the pass routes, I didn't say them. But we have four different hand signals for each route. The only people that had to hear me was the O-line and the running back. And that was for protection. And there, was, there, there wasn't going to be a stadium loud enough where I couldn't walk up to the line, even if I have to touch each of them and go down the line and tell them the, the, the protection. But the receivers, I don't need nothing. We got, we got five hand signals for each route. And, I don't, and the placement of where I put my hands was talking to different receivers. So I could be looking one way. They they were should have been they were eyeballing me until I went down into a ready stance for the snap. Because I could be checking off on a pass play, looking to my left, and I'm signaling to the receiver on my right. So for for that to be an excuse, that sounds like a made up excuse that they made up walking to the locker room. Because Kellen came from a spread, spread system at Boise. I know he knows about the, the importance of hand signals. And then you only use them for certain games. Hey. We use them for certain games. Only when it was loud, but it wasn't. You know, in high school, I mean, even with the way our stadiums were built, even when we we're playing in front of 15,000 people, it wasn't deafening. No, we, ne we, we, we never played in a, in a spot that was deafening because my voice carries, so maybe that helped. My voice carries pretty good. But, I mean, I got to think that Dak's voice carries pretty well. 
enough to get to the line, but the hand signal. So I, if, if it's true what they said, that's terrible coaching. Now, if that's a cover-up, then that's a cover-up. But we'll never know. I think that was the difference in the game. Looked at a sink. Tempo was not up. Amari couldn't get open on Marshawn Lattimore. So maybe, you know, Amari, that foot is hurting no more than he is leading on. Or, you know, there's a, there's a difference between him and Julio and and, and, and Antonio Brown and, 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 and OBJ and guys like that. Maybe there's a difference. Maybe he's not in that elite tier. He's in that tier right under it. Because you're not, I, I don't care what corner you are. I mean, Jalen Ramsey is about the only guy that's going to take guys out of games. I don't know what Lattimore's numbers are against other elite receivers but I don't think it's as high as Ramsey's I mean I think Ramsey's Ramsey's playing better defense but around the NFL my buck should be 4-0 for all y'all that were shocked that he put it 55 against LA y'all should be crazy if we don't let a miracle happen with the Giants and let a rookie who's making his first start come back from 18 down, then we win the Giants game. And if Jameis doesn't throw two pick sixes and a 14-point loss to the Niners, we can win that game. As long as Jameis doesn't throw picks, we're in every game. And, hell, we almost let him back in at last game because he threw a pick six. As long as he's not – and for some reason, he be throwing pick sixes. Like, Damn. But if he's not throwing pick sixes, we're in every game. So as crazy as it sounds, I got the Bucks coming out the South. I got them coming out the South. Yeah, y'all can laugh all you want. I don't care. I got the Bucks coming out the South. NFC North. You know what? With Chase Daniel back there, he's not going to give away too many games. And that defense is nasty. I think it's going to come down, it's going to come down to Green Bay, Chicago. I think Green Bay loses to Dallas this weekend. Aaron Rodgers loves loves AT&T Stadium, but I I think he's catching that L this weekend. I'll be shocked if the Cowboys don't run a better version of their offense. I'll be shocked. But coming out the North, I got Chicago. Because I'm telling you, man, Chase Daniel's not going to lose the game. NFC West, man, it's like I don't believe in the 49ers, but man, they're 4-0, man. Uh, I mean, they're 4-0. So, I'm going to have to go with the Niners now at West. I mean, they got a competent quarterback. They got Jimmy G. They got some uh, def- some young defensive players on that D-line. And then the East, I got the Cowboys. I think the Cowboys are going to edge out the Eagles. I think Eagles are wild card. And I think Rams are wild card.
But we're going to have to see how well, you know, the Rams play against the Niners. We're going to see the Niners. Niners are going to have a shot. AFC, man, you've got to go with the East, of course, is Patriots. AFC West, you've got to go with the Chiefs, man. Got to go with Mahomes. There's not many, not many teams who can outscore the Chiefs. AFC North is interesting. Because I got the Ravens winning that division. I got the Ravens winning that division. AFC South. As crazy as it sounds. I'm still going to go Houston. But it's tough, man, because Minshew, Minshew is balling right now. And all he has to do is, is somewhat do that, you know? You know what? I'm rolling Jacksonville. I'm rolling with Minshew. That's right. I said it. I think Houston's going to be wild card. And I think the Browns are going to make the playoffs. It's going to be the Browns or the Chargers. I think it's going to be the Browns. But those are my playoff predictions. You know, first first quarter. I mean, I'm seeing how these guys are playing. I think that, that, that that's that's what's going to happen. I think NFC Championship going to be the Cowboys versus the Bucks. I think the AFC Championship is going to be the Patriots versus the, the Chiefs. And I think the Super Bowl is going to be man. Uh, I'm rolling Chiefs. Uh, Chiefs and Bucks. That's what I. That's right. I said it. Chiefs and Bucks. Chiefs and Bucks. That's all I'm gonna roll with. You heard me. You heard me. Enough is enough, and I'm tired of telling y'all what's gonna happen because it's gonna happen. Chiefs Bucks Super Bowl. Bucks come out on top. The underdog. Jameis silences the doubters. Mahomes waits again. You got to go through something. Feel some more pain. So yeah, that's 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 you know. Then my picks. Enough is enough for episode 27. I will talk to y'all soon, real soon. You're ready for that basketball preview. Enough is enough.